Welcome to the Thrive Alcohol Recovery Podcast, where we share tips, information, and success stories about a revolutionary treatment for alcohol use disorder called the Sinclair Method, or TSM. TSM can help most people reduce rather than abstain from alcohol by addressing the root cause of problem drinking, which is inside the brain. I'm your host, Katie Lane, Sinclair Method success story and co-founder of Thrive Alcohol Recovery, where we help you find freedom from problem drinking using this approach so that you can live your best life. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everybody, it's Katie with Embody Daily, and today I'm going to talk about chasing the alcohol buzz on the Sinclair Method. Now, if you're someone who struggled with alcohol use disorder, you probably know what I mean by the phrase of chasing the buzz. Um, That's essentially what's gotten us into our problems with alcohol to begin with, because we um, often when we start our first drink, we aren't going to stop at our first drink and we're just going to keep going for the next, the next, the next. Um, Me, myself, I always drank till blackout or until I was super intoxicated uh, most of the time just because I was, there was an endless buzz I was trying to chase after the whole entire time I was drinking. And so with the Sinclair method and how this approach works to help somebody um, stop chasing that buzz and stop over drinking and stop abusing alcohol is it locks the pleasure effects of alcohol. So when you take the medication in combination with um, drinking, you are not going to be experiencing the same buzz that you got prior to naltrexone. Now you can still get drunk and intoxicated for sure, but it's just not that same, I've heard people say it's not the same Christmas lights, it's not the same um, just intensity and high feeling. And so I want to talk about chasing the buzz today because I think um, for a lot of people, especially when we're getting started on the Sinclair Method, that is something that we do because we've come out of abusing alcohol for however long we have and we get going on the method and we're still very much looking to that buzz. We're looking to the first drink, the next drink, the next drink, the next drink. And ideally what is supposed to happen over time with the Sinclair method is that because the pleasure effects from alcohol are blocked and we're not getting that same rush of reward that we got before, over time with repeated use of the medication and drinking on the medication, Um, somebody will be able to realize that they're not getting the same pleasure from alcohol. So it's kind of like an anti-climatic experience. Like, meh, you know, drinking starts to feel less like this thing that's just giving you all these superpowers and more like, you know, like for me, like wine just started to taste like alcohol and vinegar and the buzz just felt awkward and uncomfortable. Um, And so over time, I was just drinking less and less because again, that experience wasn't the same. That buzz that I had before the Sinclair method was essentially nowhere to be found um, with when I was on the medication naltrexone. And for me, I was so happy about that because I wanted to just be free from alcohol dependence. I didn't want it in my life anymore at all. Um, I wanted to be back in control and feel empowered and stop making all the ridiculous mistakes and and, um, putting myself in unsafe situations like I would when I was dependent on alcohol. But all this to say, um, you know, I think what happens to some people on this method is that they are still stuck in that habit of wanting to chase that buzz. And again, it's that buzz that is never going to come for us. It's never going to come when you're on the naltrexone medication. 
And so I think when somebody is stuck in this, this need to chase the buzz, they're looking for the high, um, what happens is that they can drink through the medication naltrexone. They can, you know, maybe not have as intensive a craving or feel like, you know, maybe I could stop drinking now, but they continue to drink anyway. Or they take the medication and they take shots of alcohol just to get really drunk really fast, which again, um, is just not conducive to the success on the Sinclair method. Heart alcohol is definitely not advised on this method. Um, but this is just to illustrate that there are a number of ways where people can really um, start working against the medication uh, and kind of forcing themselves to continue drinking or do things to maybe trick what the pill is supposed to do um, and try to get that buzz from the alcohol instead of you know, working with the medication and how it's supposed to work to help undo the alcohol dependence. Um, an example I can think of, like if someone goes in for the weight loss surgery, the gastric bypass surgery, and they get their stomach um, tied with a band, and so they have a much smaller stomach. And so when somebody does this, they can't just go back out after surgery and eat everything they were eating before surgery. They've got to um, totally change their lifestyle and habits. And so that's what it's like with the Sinclair method in a way. Like maybe that's not the best example, but that's something that came to mind for me because with the gastric bypass surgery, they're getting this, this band tied around their stomach so that um, it's easier for them to lose weight, so that they're not needing to eat so much as they were before. Um, it's really this support tool to help somebody to get to a healthier, lower weight. And so that's what the naltrexone is as well. It's this tool that can be extremely effective for you if you work alongside it, if you don't fight it. Um, and when somebody is, is drinking on this method and they're still chasing after that buzz, they're still, you know, trying to be a trickster and get the buzz in one way or another, whether it's, you know, not complying fully with the process, drinking on an empty stomach, taking shots of alcohol, continuing to drink, even though you don't have really any, um, compulsion or desire to, um, there's a number of ways that us clever humans can really try to trick this pill. Um, but what's happening is it's working against you. Um, and when this is the case, I feel like somebody really needs to ask themselves, what is it that I want? What is it that um, my goal is around alcohol? Like, do I really want to address this issue now? Because perhaps if this is you or you're struggling with it, or you find that you're, you're not having the success that you want, your drinks aren't reducing like you'd hope they would, um, consider how you're fighting the medication as opposed to working alongside it. And this is where the mindfulness comes in or the awareness, just paying attention to what the experience is like for you when you're drinking on the medication so that you can be more in tune to the signals that your body and your brain and your taste buds and your whole bodily experience is, is telling you so that you can be in tune with these signals so that you can work alongside the medication to really feel like, okay, you know, maybe I should eat with the medication so that I'm not going after the buzz so much. Maybe I should comply and wait the full hour before I start drinking. Um, just for you to, to help yourself undo this dependence in the way that the medication is intended to help you to do. Um, if you are taking the medication and drinking through it and not really complying and not really working with the medication, um, it's kind of like, what's the point? You know, like, what are you trying to do with this experience? What's your goal? Um, and, and that's okay, too. Like, if 
if you're not ready to make this commitment to be on the Sinclair method and truly change your relationship to alcohol in a way where, yeah, you're not going to get the same buzz that you got before. You're probably not going to have that same like drunken, fun, crazy night out. I don't know if you would want that even, but it's not going to be the same thing. And if you're not ready to let go of that, um, and the Sinclair method allows you to let go of it slowly, perhaps you're just not ready for it right now. And that is totally okay too. I feel like you need to feel um, totally on board for this method to work with you. And perhaps, you know, most of you is on board, but there's this unconscious part of you that might be sabotaging you for one reason or another, um, which is where counseling or therapy or something else can really come in to help you through this process. And you know, I've seen people on this method, for example, who um, have had traumas in their life, death, divorce, um, job loss, all of these different ways that we can be traumatized in this human experience. And they're on the, the Sinclair method and it might be working a little bit, but they're not getting the full effects. And um, really what's happening is that they're drinking still to really mask or cope with the trauma that they've gone through. And so the Sinclair method is by no means just a quick fix pill that's going to fix everything for you. Um, the reasons we drink are very varied and very deep and individual. And so there's an emotional aspect, a spiritual aspect, history with our childhood, psychologically, mentally, physically, all of these different components that play into why somebody has an alcohol use disorder. Um, that cannot all be fixed with just by taking a pill, especially if you're working against the pill and not doing everything you can to really set yourself up for success with this method. So if you're somebody who is going through this right now, you've been on the method, you're not seeing the results that you were hoping to see, realize that it's not a quick fix, easy process, that the pill and this process can definitely help you along, just like somebody getting gastric bypass surgery, that surgery is definitely gonna help them, but you also have to work alongside it to allow it to help you and stop fighting it. And if you are fighting it, then um, you know that's okay. Maybe it's not time for you right now. Maybe you just need to go through this experience of fighting it for a while, until you finally surrender and realize, okay, I'm, I'm ready to give up my relationship to alcohol or at least give it up in the way that I've known it to be, which is me using it in a way to numb or cope or be destructive or just to, because I'm bored. Um, and I've made other videos about this, but it's, it's so important then um, in addition to what you're doing while you're drinking with the mindfulness and the awareness and setting yourself up for success by not drinking hard alcohol, eating when you take your medication and drink on the medication, um, paying attention, incorporating water in between your drinks, um, you know, really tuning into your body to see, do I really want another drink or could I, could I not have another drink, you know? tons of ways that you can really um, be with yourself through this whole experience. So that's extremely important in finding success on the method. But on the other side of it, it's also extremely important to build your life back up beyond drinking because for so many of us, our days and lives revolved around alcohol. I know for me, I'd be looking at the clock waiting till five when I could race home and start my like wine ritual that I had every single evening. I was really living for that. And so I didn't really have anything else in my life to occupy my time to make me feel fulfilled, make me feel like I had meaning in my life. 
and we have to build that back up for ourselves. Otherwise, we're just going to be stuck in this um, place of kind of like discontentment, not knowing what to do. You know, we're losing alcohol, which for most of us has been a huge part of our lives, a relationship we've been in for years or decades. I've told people it felt like I was breaking up with somebody that like was no good for me, but I like loved or something, you know, it was this process of undoing. And so um, we've got to really work alongside the medication and work through this process with awareness um, but also with extreme kindness toward ourselves and curiosities about who we are and who we want to be um, you know and building my life up beyond alcohol addiction I've said in so many videos I had to start really small because I was too insecure and just um, not ready to take on anything big or massive or I, I didn't even know what to do with myself really I just remember being like what do I I do now I don't want to drink what do I do now and that can be a really scary place for people to be and so many times I'd be like screw it I'm just gonna drink take an naltrexone and drink and it's really easy to stay there and if you're there right now and you feel stuck there don't worry it can be really easy to be stuck there sometimes we have to be stuck in a place long enough to let our discomfort grow to a level where we're finally ready to take action with it so Perhaps you're at a place where your drinking has reduced enough and you feel complacent or happy with that and you don't really have the motivation to decrease it more but maybe you think that you should because others are and you know we're all going after extinction and let's race to extinction, all this stuff. But um, you know, it's not a race, the Sinclair Method. Everyone's journey is totally unique and individual to them and so it's not like you have to keep getting success after success week over week necessarily. If you're in a place where you're drinking and you're somewhat happy with it, maybe you could do better but you're not ready to right now, heck yeah, stay there. Don't force yourself to do anything um, more than where you are. There's a lot of healing that can happen in this process even when we're still drinking a lot, especially when we have the right intention around why we're doing this and the awareness around the whole experience of it all. And at every single moment, every single drinking session, every single alcohol-free day, um, just really going deep within and asking yourself, you know, who am I? What do I want to do? Who do I want to be? What is drinking meant to me? Um, where do I see myself in the future with drinking? Like, what is your whole intention with even being on this method? What are you, what are you looking to get out of it? And so often I see people like in the Facebook Sinclair Method Warriors community where they've achieved success on this method and they feel really good, but they just don't know what else to do with their time um, or they have no motivation to do anything else. They know they could do this, this and that, but they just have no drive to do it. And that's something that can just take time to really discover who am I and what is it else that I want to do besides drinking. And um, for me, incorporating in a whole new self-care practice was huge for this for me like really treating myself and rewarding myself every single day like celebrating myself maybe to the extreme sometimes and it's like okay what are you doing over there but um no like really just like relishing in my success congratulating myself treating myself to massages and food and um trips and like just these these different ways where i could really boost up my worth and my self-esteem because alcohol kept me so low confidence low self-esteem just like living in this little box um 
but it to start at a place where something feels easy to you it's not like this huge feat like oh I gotta go out and learn this instrument because I used to be good at it and you know let's just make it something fun what's something that's really easy for you to go do right now or tomorrow where you can start to build yourself back up beyond your alcohol addiction like go treat yourself to a massage a pedicure um, a trip a fancy dinner like just treat yourself indulge and that's going to get you out of this pit of wanting to just stay stuck in the grips of alcohol um and if you're stuck in the grips of alcohol still and you're habitually drinking and you're okay with being there be there as long as you need to be until the discomfort gets so strong that you're like okay screw this i gotta make a change um so i feel like this video went in a lot of different ways but um all this to really say is that the medication is so powerful and the process is so powerful, but we need to meet it halfway and work alongside it. And when we fight it and try to be tricky and find ways to get to that buzz that we're chasing, um, that the medication is blocking, it's just going to prevent us from making long-term progress that we're really after. And again, it's okay to not be progressing every day or every week. Um, and that's why it's so important to not compare your progress to somebody else's. There's this woman who's part of our um, weekly TSM meetings. I hope to have her on for an interview. And she said it's taken her two years to get to this place, or even longer than two years, to get to a place where she's not craving alcohol and drinking from a, from a compulsive place. So that was her journey. And everybody is going to be so different. It's not as simple as just popping a pill and drinking less. There's so much undoing that has to happen um, as we're letting go of alcohol because often we've drank for so many reasons and so many reasons that are deeply painful and seated on us seated within us you know on a on a like for me on a really unconscious level and things that I'm still letting go of and allowing to come to the surface and really heal as opposed to you know masking out and burying with alcohol but it's a process where you need to really be gentle with yourself so that you can not only physically you know start to let go of alcohol by drinking less and craving it less but also let go of the reasons why you were drinking alcohol in the first place or at least begin to heal them so that it's a more holistic approach and you're more of a whole person through this process there's it's not the medication is just an aspect of it but it's not everything there's all these other pieces to the pie thank you for tuning in to the thrive alcohol recovery podcast for additional sinclair method resources and support please check out the information in our show notes we look forward to seeing you on the next episode